ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform, providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio on RadioMD.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria. Hi, and welcome back to ShareCare Radio. This is Dr. Daria. I know many of us are thinking about our next trip, especially as we're finally starting to emerge from winter. But how do you do that, and how do you do it safely? So I have to answer all those questions. I have Melvin Bosher. He's the founder and CEO of TravelDudes.org, the first social travel website. Now, Travel Dudes creates a community of travel experts and travel newbies and everything in between to connect you with the resources and advice you need to make everyone's travel experience a great one. Now, as someone who has made a professional travel uh, traveling a professional career, Melvin has been interviewed for his advice on being prepared to travel safely, healthfully, and to maximize your journey for the very best trip ever. Melvin, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Now, first of all, you're a travel professional. Where's your next trip or where did you just come back from? Tell us. Um, my next trip is actually going to a trade fair, like a big exhibition in, in Berlin and um, to the ITB. Um, so that's a business trip, not that exciting, probably. <laughs> For me, it is. But yeah. um, For those of us in Atlanta, that's still a great trip. Yes, yeah, I mean, Berlin is always worth a, a, a trip. In March, it's a bit cold and rainy, but like, well, oh, could be better times. Yeah. But Berlin itself is amazing. It's a, it's a great city. Mm-hmm. But just like um, the last couple of weeks, I've been um, in a few winter de- um, destinations, which were like a lot of fun. I've been in, in, in Finland and Helsinki. And also, like, a bit in the back country. I've been in Austria. I've been in, in Livigno in, in, in the Alps in Italy. Ooh. Doing some snowboarding and... Nice. Enjoying the, the winter weather. Finland, the Alps, and in, in Austria. Awesome. Sounds like we'd like to join you next time. Let me know. Um, now, I want to jump into, really, from a health standpoint. Now, when you travel, especially when you travel to different continents, you know, a lot of us wonder, especially with the globalization of, and we hear about Ebola and Zika, what do we need to do from a vaccine standpoint? And how does somebody know before they go to one of those countries if they should be getting certain vaccines? How do they get that information? I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it depends, of course, like where you travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in general, um, when you are at home and you think, oh, you're going maybe to Africa, to Asia, or I don't know what, this might freak people out and you, you get information on the website. Um, and, and Well, I'm, I'm based in, in Germany and um, the government, they have a website where they have this kind of information. Mm-hmm. But I think in the U.S. It's, it's the same. Yes, exactly. Something like we should definitely take a look at. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, when looking at this stuff, don't freak out and think <laughs> because, like, everything which is standing there, it's not, like, as crazy in the end when you're in the destination. Mm-hmm. So it always should be all usually gets far better. Yes. Well, that's a good point. Don't go Googling your location and diseases, but go to a verified site. Like, we, you know, here in the U.S., we have the CDC has some great information, and a lot of states have their own travel health, and a lot of employees can find that their own employer, if you're in a large employer, has a travel health employee service as well to help you know that. Yeah. And I, I think those are, like, good sites just, like, to, to get the first job started and to see mm-hmm. where you are actually traveling. Yes. For example, um, we had a um, couple of years back, we were traveling to Indo- Indochina, like Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, uh-huh. and Laos for, for three months. 
and we were looking for malaria. And well, some regions are very have a very specific kind of malaria where I would just like probably recommend not to travel to. Mm-hmm. But all the other parts, and that's like ninety five percent of um, of all those countries, were actually totally fine. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I took some 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 um, standby. Pills. I had those always with me, but like um, I even, um, I think at that time I actually I took them, but I think I would not even take them anymore. And I think it's even like far better and and just as good, just like to have them as a standby, right? And just like to make sure that the the mosquitoes don't really get you in the first place, right? And you're right; it's very destination specific, even within the country, which is why it always makes sense to go to somebody who's a travel a health professional or through the CDC. And you're right; so there's vaccines they may advise you to get. But then sometimes they may say, here's a prescription, take this medication with you, and then if you start to feel the symptoms, take this antibiotic. So there's two different kind of ways that you can protect yourself, and you really got you got to both of them there. Uh, and it, it really makes sense to make sure that you're em- empowered from that standpoint because you also just don't know, I know when you're traveling – it's not the same way of getting to the pharmacy or getting a prescription or finding your doctor to write you a prescription. So that gets to my next question, especially when you go to places like Thailand or maybe a, a more developing countries. Do you take a medical health kit? What and if so, what do you take? I don't. <laughs> you don't. I mean, I, you you ch- you tr- throw luck to the wind. Well, the thing is, like wherever you travel and um, and you think it might be very exotic from from our point of view but you mm-hmm. get there and you land and at the airport and you go into the city and at every second third corner um there's um you get the medicine mm-hmm. <laughs> you there is um a kind of health care and and you, you get if you really need something there you would the chances that you won't get it are very very small mm-hmm. so i mean i think that's like this kind of mindset what people what you have in mind obviously it's like uh, um, you don't want to run um, to uh, to the pharmacy like every one or se- every second or mm-hmm. third day because you might have a migraine like uh, like a headache or w- mm-hmm. whatever so you have this normal stuff obviously with you but I but I remember for example like when I, um, we were traveling to in the China like I even had like a small package with me which was like including um, something about oh, what do you call it in English uh, like when um, like when a snake would have bitten you. So or like an anti-venom kit. Mm-hmm. That's like to take the, the, that stuff out of your skin again. <laughs> that, that that's hardcore, Melvin. No idea where it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you get like just to simply not need it. Yes, they, they, we, there's definitely going over, but I think you. But I think you made a really good point. If there is it definitely, if you take, if somebody takes prescription medication, I always tell anybody if you take prescription medicine or even something that you just take, you know, if you get migraines every once in a while, take those medications with you because do not expect that you'll be able to find them, and take enough for. Usually, I say for you know. Whatever the length of your trip is, multiply that times one, times one and a half and take enough for that amount. Because you never know if you're going to get stuck in the airport or something on the way back. And also, and I'm sure you've found this, keep it in your carry-on. Don't check your medications in your luggage because if your luggage gets lost, you're really up a creek. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. I mean, it's not just like to have it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you should have put it into your normal luggage and this should get lost, I mean, like, and that's like what, I, what I'm what i um, trying to say. It's like, 
you'll always find a pharmacy or like a doctor um, in the destination you're traveling to and you will get your stuff. That's no problem at all. Mm. It's just like you don't want to, to focus on that when you are there. And then that's okay to, to take um, specific stuff with you. I think also it's like very hard to say like, take this, don't take this. Um, I think in the end, everyone has to make that um, choice by themselves. Like I said with the malaria, mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that kind of take all those kind of medicine with me anymore or like uh, actually swallow it. But that's, of course, my personal um, opinion. Right. Everyone has to make that. Themselves. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't know how someone else is getting e eaten <laughs> by mosquitoes. Right. But like, um, I think it's just like, don't get worried too much. And uh, Well, yeah, and I think... I always operate from the standpoint, we don't want people to be freaked out. We want them to enjoy their trip. So here, you know, maybe there are three steps you can do preventively to make sure that you don't have to focus on running to the pharmacy or worrying about that during your trip. And if you can make it a little bit easier, you can have peace of mind and enjoy yourself. And just one last thing on, on the health items is that, you know, again, if there's something you think you'll take regularly, since medications have different names in different countries, I mean, we call it acetaminophen or Tylenol here in the U.S., in England, they call it paracetamol. So if there's something, again, you think you may take regularly, throw it in your carry-on. Peace of mind. You know, Murphy's Law says if you have it with you, you won't need it. So just take it along if you need to have it, and that way you don't have to worry about it. But moving on, so say from, from health kits and medical things you're carrying with you, travel insurance and travel health insurance specifically. A lot of people may not realize that their own health insurance may not cover them if they get injured overseas or sick. What do you do about that? Because again, that's a very personal decision, but what's your viewpoint on it? I think that is like the point where um, it's very important to have. So like if you don't have this, this, this kind of mind to be prepared like for, for everything, take everything with you, getting crazy upfront in the preparation, but I think it's then very important to have actually an insurance which really takes care of you. Mm. And um, like, well, there's so many different ones out there, obviously, and for every country, someone else. But like, for, for, for example, the one I have, I know that like, if I am in trouble, they take care of all the costs up there and they would also have no problem just like to fly me out mm -hmm. if it's needed. Yes, and that's an important thing. Does it include transportation out of the country? Because there are some countries you may not want to get your health care there. You may want to get out and have them take you, you know, back home. So how do people find, you know, are there, are there certain brands that you trust? Or, you know, is, again, is that going through the State Department and seeing, you know, what ones they recommend? How do people find good travel insurance that they can trust? Um, well, I would just, like, go to my – first of all, I think I would go to the – to the insurance where I have, where I'm insured also with everything else, and mm, just like okay. get informed there. Mm -hmm. Usually, they always are in partnership or offer their own services with, with that. Mm -hmm. Then there are, of course, also like like specialist um, companies out there. Like I, I know, for example, World Nomads. Um, they they have something like that. They do nothing else and only that. Um, and what are they called? World Nomads. Mm, World Nomads. Okay, good to know. They are very good. They are um, known by, by many travelers, and they um, they go for them. I actually I'm one in um, which is supported which which um, with my automobile club. Mm -hmm. They are very very good as well. And because yeah, and in the end you have to yeah. get some different kind of information and talk mm -hmm. talk to them and, and compare. Yeah. 
That's great. And there's, so there's a lot of different options. Now, you mentioned your own insurance, you know, brands like World Nomads and the tons of brands out there. Really, you're right. Like through Automobile Club, people can get AAA and reach out to them and see. So those are great suggestions. I, that's very helpful. So what about you? Like, have you ever been sick on a trip or gotten injured and needed to use them? Um, I haven't used them. Excellent. Knock on wood. Good, good, good. <laughs> And I hope I, um, I I won't need them. Actually, my wife um, she needed that um, because we were snowboarding and she she broke her her, her wrist and um, her arm and, and that's like. But they took care of all because we, um, she got an operation in France in a very good um, mm-hmm. hospital focused only on this kind of stuff because in the ski resort yes um, they do nothing else mm-hmm. and it was just like good to have them and everything was covered. But I think it's it's also there. I mean, like with a specific kind of things. It just happened, and that's part even of travel. For example, I've been in India, and I got the famous Daily Belly. And it's just something like you can go into the best restaurants um, mm-hmm. abroad, and you can still well, get in trouble with your stomach. Right. That's why they call it adventure travel. Yes, and you might have booked a luxury trip, and it still turns out mm-hmm. into an adventure trip. Yeah. And it's definitely not fun to have, but like afterwards, and that's the thing is like, usually you survive this, and then it's a good story. (laughs) Uh, I think I have to share that because I won't go into details, obviously, but like we were on a a train ride and um, I got this um, daily belly and it was, the next morning we went into the Himalaya with a slow train and it was just like that part of the trip was like what I was looking forward to most. And I couldn't look out of the window. I, no. I was like on the toilet, on the bathroom, and it was oh. just simply horrible. And we um, ended up in the Himalaya. And I think the, the, the town was like 3,500 meters high. So In the Himalayas, uh-huh. Yes, so I was already exhausted. And then with that kind of level up there, I couldn't walk anymore. I was mm-hmm. lying in the street, and my wife, she, um, she was looking for a place where I could just like recover for the next two or three days. Mm-hmm. And everything was not really good or was already booked out. Mm-hmm. In the end, what happened is like um, they, we found a guest house and the only room which was okay was the honeymoon suite. So I was lying in the honeymoon suite, How nice. like dying, <laughs> looking upwards and there was like mirrors on, on the roof. So I was looking at myself dying. <laughs> uh, they, but with the, in a beautiful area, no less. It was an, an amazing area around mm-hmm. me, but I couldn't go out. I was just lying in bed three days, looking mm. into the mirrors on the um, the ceiling, into my face, how I'm dying. Oh, no. But you made it. In the end, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, 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 it's a story you, you can share. Uh, now, afterwards, it's fine. It's part of it. And, yeah, things like that can happen. Um, obviously, you try that. Those right. Exactly. I look forward to them, but it's part of it. And that's a good point. It's an adventure, but we do, you know, we have shows like and episodes like today, so people can do everything they can to prevent those from happening, but then also prepare yourself. So if they do happen, you have the resource, maybe you have your travel health insurance if you really have a problem, and it, that's, that is all part of adventure travel. So is that why you funded, founded Travel Dudes? Tell us about it, what kind of information people can get on there, because I've gone on the site. It's fantastic, but tell our audience. Well, for, um, for me, it was like important that it's like when we um, we were traveling and that we got the best tips from from other travelers and also like from locals. Mm-hmm. So we started actually to share our own travel tips because like we said we thought okay we we have some experience now we want to share it, but we realized very soon 
But obviously there are um, travelers out there who have seen far, far more than, than we did. Mm-hmm. So we started the community travel route. And since then it got just like got bigger and bigger. And there's like hundreds of thousands of people sharing their own um, personal experiences. Mm-hmm. And we recently had just like a relaunch, um, and which is like including a section which is called social travel. Mm-hmm. What's that, social travel? On Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram or anywhere. You follow the, some people there and they might, like, you, if you follow travel bloggers, for example, they will inspire you with an amazing content and to, to travel to a destination. You can talk and to chat with them and you, you get something back. But the thing is, like, obviously people, they travel to different mm-hmm. um, places. So, like, when you're on Twitter and you try to focus and to find more information just, like, about, let's say... Um, South Africa, mm-hmm. and it would be very hard to find that on 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 Twitter. Yeah. And what we do is so like we have a section social travel and then South Africa, and you will just find tweets travel related to that destination. Huh. So we make this quality content also visible for for them. I love that, and you know, it's, there's so many times we're trying to plan a trip, and then you're like, well, where do we want to go? And how I, I need I need inspiration. And I've looked at your site. You can kind of it looks like you can kind of narrow it by continent, and then you can get to people's travel diaries, and you can see that look, there's one on here about a, a trip to you know traveling around Georgia or Hawaii and or you know Yosemite, and probably curated by people who have a pretty extensive travel experience and it's probably super inspirational for planning your next trip. Yes, and the the, the sections they are like built up, like you said, we've got the travel diaries where people share their, their direct travels. We've got people who share like travel tips. We've got like posts just like with photos, which are obviously very visual. We've got like very nice videos from pre, um, people who do nothing else than just like producing nice videos from travel. So it's a good mix of all and that's like, Articles which got like submitted to Travel Dude, and I've got a team um, of editors helping me mm-hmm. to to find the best stuff and to put it into the guidebook That's section. Wonderful. Yeah, this and then is we've gorgeous. Got the social travel section, which is then full of of tweets and Instagram posts, um, photos of the this huge communities from those kind of platforms. Mm-hmm. How fun! And what a great resource to talking to people who've been there. Okay, Melvin, last thirty seconds. Your favorite destination. Oh, that is 30 seconds. That's, oh, make it very quickly. Well, I love Havana in Cuba. It's an amazing spot. I also love South America with Cape Town. And I like a lot Zanzi, uh, well, um, Tanzania in Africa. And also Laos and Asia. So I don't really have one. It's, it's, the world is full of with amazing places. So there are. There are. I mean, you, you, rec- you said four amazing destinations there. But again, that's why there are sites like yours to help us you know, get a feel for where we want to go and figure out and plan an amazing trip. So, Melvin, thank you so much. Again, for all of our listeners, you can find him at TravelDudes.org or find him on Twitter at TravelDudes. And go check it out. Make sure you've looked at it before your next trip. It'll be really inspirational and help you prepare for it. And thank you so much for listening. This is Dr. Dar. You're listening to Share Care Radio on Radio MD. Remember, tweet us at Share Care Inc. or me at Dr. Daria. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and stay well. 